Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, Happy 2018. Cheers, happy 2018. (laughs) Cheers. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many sips. We all did them. New year, new sips. Hot Um, secret, it's still actually 2017. Oh yeah. But when you're listening to this, it'll be 2018, unless the world's ended. Yeah. (laughs) Which it might. I mean, who even knows these days? Literally. Yeah, we're being so grumpy in your brains because we're just having a stressful, like it is lit what, there are three more days before the holidays? Yes. Yeah, we are, and we are trying to shoot this thing, and we're having some complications. We so. are just ragged, like just dirty, ferocious wolves. Yeah, like in the wilderness, just trying to get through. Trying to get through a shoot two days before, yeah, not even one day before everyone leaves for yeah. Christmas, and then. Which is great. We like money, but like, mm, it's just, it's and then just I'm doing much. my grad school applications, which is like, yeah. just shoot my eyeballs out. I randomly have a cold out. that has no symptoms except for a fever and being sleepy all the time, which is not a thing. Like, I've never had a cold where I don't have, a, I have a little runny nose, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to Whiny White Girls, the new podcast in which we complain every day of 2018. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. You really are sick. And... We're sorry, listeners. I hope you're having, I hope you had a really nice New Year's. Yeah, I hope we do too. Yeah, I'm speaking to future us. <laughs> Today's episode of 51 First Dates, the podcast that we're doing, actually. Actually. We do 51, a 51 date experiment. This week, I, I didn't do a date. Um, Cause, well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do one when <laughs> I will have been to Vancouver and to Whistler and Seattle by now. So I could have like hit them all up. You should definitely go on a date in Seattle. I, I don't won't. know what the scene is like in Vancouver, but I will always remember our night in Seattle where we were just like treated like princesses for no reason. Like yeah. men were just nice to us without like expecting any men thing sent from us. Drinks to us down the bar, and the bartender was like, "Yeah." ladies, these two men just sent you these. And we were like, oh, here they come. They're going to come over. And they just sent a really nice wave and left. And then they left. Like, they didn't, yeah. And, like, they didn't even, I would have actually said thank you. Usually when someone buys me a drink, which really only happens when I'm, like, hanging out with hotter friends. (laughs) When that happens, like, I often am just like, Jesus fucking crazy. I fucking talked to this guy for at least ten minutes. You know, like, I can... Oh, remember the time I wrote an article about that, and then I got trolled, and then everyone told me to kill myself. You. Yeah, no. but yeah, I never want to talk to anyone. And maybe they were just like those <laughs> girls look sad, but we were at the end of a really cool wedding. That yeah. was years ago. We that had was like really good sushi. Guys, Liza and I went to a wedding when we were newer in our friendship, but working together. Not new, new, but it was yeah, like, they were their fourth anniversary is coming up. Yeah, they have a or they have fully have a one year old child now. Oh yeah, yeah, over one. It yeah. was in the San Juan Islands. Outside of Seattle. It was the coolest it was wedding. So cool. Guys, guys, guys. Doesn't it? Guys. Okay. So today's episode theme is going to be resolutions. I just decided. That's great. We're going to drink so much whiskey and talk about them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because I actually don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. Talk to me about this. I just think it's... I think you're, you're setting yourself up to, like, start your year by being disappointed in yourself. Yeah. I mean... They might be better for people who actually, like, have any follow-through, which I don't. But I think that just, like, the idea of, like, new year, new me is, like, tough. And that, like, for example, like, I just think that, like, in the last couple months, I've been like, I want to make some changes. And I've done it. And Mm -hmm. that feels better to me. Like, just at any time of the year being like, oh, literally, like, this is the start of a new year. 365 days from now, it will be, you know, whatever. Like, it's like more helpful to me than being like Jan first like gonna I think it's because I've had so many failed weight loss New Year's resolutions over the years and so many like body problems and like ups and downs and it's always related to like body and weight for me which is a bummer so fuck any kind of New Year's resolution about weight I don't believe in yeah that. no we're just kind of being like first of all I super second that yeah it does always become about weight and health and I guess so. And sober January. Some of you are doing sober Januarys. Maybe I am. It's December right now, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I need to do a sober month. Me too. Sometime. For me, it's more I should I should take a month off of smoking my medicine. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think a, a sobriety check in 2018 would be nice for me. But also, I probably won't do it. <laughs> 
That's why I'm not going to make the resolution. Yeah, we don't even have... No. We can just talk about resolutions. Let's talk about the kind of year we want to have in 2018. I like that. Well, because, like, when you... Can I just give myself mm-hmm. one thought? Back to the other point you are making. I don't do well at reser- reservations. <laughs> resolutions, either. But this is kind of my first one. So, in case we didn't quite explain it, I go on 51 Dates. Liza helps me curate them. This is a podcast about getting out of your comfort zone, just doing the thing, meeting people, not about finding a boyfriend. Fuck finding a boyfriend. And, yeah, so far I've gone on, at this point, it will still be 12 dates. I've gone on 12 dates. Uh, There have been a couple weeks I missed, but this is something I've actually followed through on. Yeah, totally. if you're going to make a New Year's resolution, make a podcast about it, and then you'll actually (laughs) do it. And then you'll have to do it. Yeah. Um, Jim will show up to your house, and so you have to. <laughs> Jim will record you. No, Jim's ours. You will. You will not. You can come record with us. Um, Let's take our Wampasaurus vibes and talk about. Well, the wait, year. Yeah. Ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. What Two, kind of year? Two K eighteen. What kind of year? Which I just want? typed into GChat for the first time this year. For the first time today on whatever the day of twenty seventeen is, I wrote two K eighteen in a GChat today, and I was excited because it's a new year. I think. Well, I think, like, globally, I'm just hoping for, um, like, some some vibes to turn around, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's been, like, an unbelievably stressful year just with, like, you know, the threat of, like, nuclear war. <laughs> just, That's valid. You know, just having, like, the news every day has been stressful. Yeah. Um, and, okay. like, the, the background noise of... 2017 has just been like a lot like i feel like you know how they torture they used to torture people by like playing like metal music like for like five days straight in like a dark room like i feel like that's 2017 (laughs) jim thinks that sounds dope (laughs) 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 but uh so that's like a global hope i have for 2018 i hope you know whatever happens in politics happens but i i would love the temperature to drop a little. I would too, but I'd like us to keep the pressure on whatever, whatever you are. I'd like some, like, DACA. Like, totally. No, like, still fight. Some things yeah. should happen, but same things, maybe some things will happen. Who I think what I'm knows? hoping for is, like, some wins. Like, the Doug yeah. Jones thing felt great, and, like, mm-hmm. I'd like a win. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird that I can't get over. I know I've said this five times now that we're like talking to ourselves in the future a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. very creepy. Like, I'm probably, realistically, I'm probably going to listen to and, like, edit or whatever like take a look through this episode on january 1st which is crazy oh, yeah because we'll it's gonna come be, out the second yeah, yeah. um Ooh, yeah. baby that's crazy, crazy. <laughs> whoa so i like that so like a good vibes around the world yeah mm. um world peace world peace <laughs> world peace um i kind of want to ha- i know this just doesn't sound like a good one but i want to hustle because i have this weird thing where like even if i don't get into school I'm going to be fucking done with this existential crisis I'm having. Hopefully none of the schools I'm applying to are listening to this podcast. Probably won't. But then we should just go balls to the wall. Yeah, totally. Balls to the wall. Maybe that's my resolution. Yeah. Balls to the wall. I feel like that's you all the time anyway. (laughs) Just, I I don't think that's, I mean, but um, no, I, I think that's great. And I think that like... Yeah. I think in 2018, like, I'd like to be really clear about what is super, super important to me. And, like, and like being a little bit, I'm about to say some fucking really, like, white girl shit. But, like, I'd like to really, like, name my goals. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And I'd like to be like, no, I want to do these things. And I want them to be really clear and really, like, actionable I feel like there's always so much shit I'm doing that I'm doing everything badly. And I'd love to just be like, no, here's what I want to do. Like going to yoga is really important to me and I need to make it important. I need to make it a priority. Doing stand up is really important. You know, I'm just like listing shit, but just being like, what are the things that like I actually prioritize? And if that means I don't go out and get drunk with friends or I have less time that I like am sitting on my couch which is I mean I've had no time that I'm sitting on my couch in the last like month but yeah just being like what are the things that I don't compromise about that's just interesting because I was listening to a malls please advise podcast I think it might have been a little older but a girl called in and I thought of you and I thought of me and she 
different than us, but she was like, I'm an actress and an editor, but I want to stop editing for free for my friends. But she was like five things. So they were like, whoa, 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 you got to pick a lane. And I think we've picked a lane in one way in terms of like, we were like starting to make branded content money. Sorry, I'm clearly was working on my applications all day. I've told my story in my essay many times today. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, we like, Liza and I used to be like, we're acting and we're doing this and that. And we have different side gigs. Um, writing, editing, you know, but just like picking the one, cause those are all competitive things to be in. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean putting them away. I think we're at a different level than this girl who was calling, but like picking one and maybe it's not just one, but going like balls to the wall. Totally. Cause you do have to support yourself. Totally. Too. Or even like just little things like this is also like a whole other set of goals and stuff, but I'm, I'm turning 30 in May of 2018. Mm-hmm. So I've also been thinking about like, what do I want to have done by the time I'm 30? Which I know 30 oh is God. not, you know, old or anything, but I'm just like, my 20s are over. Like, what were the things I really want to do in my 20s? Like stand up was really important to me and I was too afraid to do it forever. And this year I was like, I'm going to fucking do it. I need to do it. You did I'm it all the do way. It. And like, jingle all the way. Yeah. <laughs> jingle bells. Anthony? No, I'm kidding. We're done with jingle bells. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I feel like that. Like, I, I have, like, been – I have had, like, a half-written screenplay sitting in my – on my Google Drive for, like, the past six months. Like, I'm finishing it before I turn 30. Like, I need to do – like, just stuff yeah. like that where I'm, like, what is my goal? Is it actionable? Like, what's the date? You know? when there are too many, it's a weird secret way to self-sabotage yourself. I almost totally. feel like I'm doing it with school or not. Or I almost feel like I like it with school because if you – I commit, I commit, you know? Or, you know, like – and this is why keeping this shit loose and fun has been nice. Yeah, totally. But we still have been really following through. There's something yeah. about the accountability of – Week, Having people weekly. listen to you. And a weekly thing. I think I'm very proud of us. Yeah. 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 And it's also like, I think <laughs> this is so for our tiny podcast. I'm like, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. Um I was I was have you gotten into Tiffany Haddish at all? Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fucking obsessed with this woman and everything about her. And I want to just like bottle her energy and like have a fucking tenth of it because she's so like positive and so just like sure that she is like think good things are gonna happen and she's gonna fucking make them happen and like i just and she's been working her fucking ass off for like years she's just been fucking grinding and whatever mm-hmm. and now she's and out like, of weight crazy circumstances yeah like and, and she's getting all this shit she deserves but she was telling this story about she was homeless and she was doing a set at a comedy club and Kevin Hart was there and he like saw a bunch of stuff in her car and he kind of like called her out and was like, are you living out of your car? And she was like, no, no, no. But basically she calls Kevin Hart like her comedy angel or something because he was like, he gave her some money and he was like, go get a hotel room for the week and make a list of like goals and just like start thinking about how you're going to achieve every single one of those goals. And she was like, that was like the moment my whole career turned around. Um, And I just was like, and she has fucking, I have, my life has been a fucking Barbie dream palace compared to the shit this woman has gone through. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yo, I need like, she's so strong. Like I can have like, yeah, I've got to stop being annoying. That's what I'm <laughs> 20 No, just when I'm like, resolution. oh, so many hard things. Well, you've had well, hard I had a pretty bad year, too. <laughs> 2017 has fucking blown for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Everything's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't think I've quite let that sit in. So I've just, I've never hated the holidays more. It's like yeah. weirder. It hasn't hit in the way that I expect it to yet. But it's just like, I just want to murder ball everything. Because I'm just, you just thinking about this stupid year. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In podcast theme land, mm. what are some of your like romantic resolutions? Like I feel like you've come so far. Yeah. I had like I had I had a really good one. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the interruption. We just had a Star War. <laughs> it's fun we to say that. Cuz it's my favorite rest development Definitely. line. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, Star yeah. War. For sure. But we got refills. I'm really sucking we these got down. Refills. <laughs> Um, um, remember and, how we were just talking about sober, t- sober month? It is still December. It's still December. And we did a business lady crisis, businesswoman, but we're all set, sort of. Um, God damn. Okay, anyway, you were asking me I was me asking something. you about your, your 2018 romantic resolutions. Uh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Okay, I want to be thoughtful about this. 
Because I feel like you've come super far. Like, I, I was saying too. this a couple episodes ago, just that, like, you're not even afraid to, like, ask people out now. Like, you were so afraid to ask people out when we started this. And now, just, like, whatever. Yeah. 12 dates in, you, like, basically have very little fear about that. I do. Definitely. And I want to keep myself... I feel myself creeping into, like, well, I might be feeling... Like, I don't want to do this anymore, so where can I just get comfortable and then hold on for dear life? I want to just keep reminding myself, do you really like this person, too? Do you, like, when it when things go even beyond a first date? Instead yeah. of making it, I think, changing the narrative so it's not like, what's wrong with totally. me? Which I think I've done better at. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's even affecting, like, stale feelings that I've held on for. I'm just kind of like, I just don't give a fuck about anything right now. Yeah, Totally. <laughs> So, let's see. What are the next goals? Just continue being a person. (laughs) No. (laughs) I got super lit at um, my friend Anna's disco-themed birthday party. It was amazing. Even though my my great outfit didn't come. Did I tell you what happened? No. Oh, guys. I ordered the 70s jumpsuit rental and... It, the cape, they were like, we have it, but there's no cape. It had a cape. I was like, well, then it's... The whole point is the cape. We're done. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh, I got a little lit. <laughs> Did they lose the cape? They, The girl the night before, I guess, lost the cape. Which oh. I'm like, too close. Too too soon. Yeah. Um, but I was I was chatting away with one, one of the dates, even though we don't talk about the dates that I'm hanging out with. And we were trying to meet up, and I was like, just a little drunk, and he was like, being really sweet, but like, I'll come there, you can come to this party. And I was like, well, we, like, I was just being like sassy for my first time. And then I was just like, Kimmy, <laughs> he knows that part of you now. And the next day I was just like, hey, oopsie, too many champagnes out of disco ball cups. I don't know, just being like really not so anxious about everything. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I should not be sassy, but it was just like a, a one-off super lit totally. night. And it well, wasn't I think that, that sassy. Like, the reason you haven't gotten sassy with any of these guys yet is probably because, like, yeah, exactly. You said you're putting less important on importance on every person, mm-hmm. and like I feel like, and I, you know, I'm not gonna fucking make you do anything you don't want to do, but I feel me, like you should keep going on first dates mm-hmm. until you are like exclusive, exclusive with someone. Yes, I agree. Like, I think that should be the mo- you know, obviously that's the moment when you stop dating other people, but I don't think you should be like. I don't think you should, like, jump the gun and be like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I found someone I like. Like, I think the whole point is, like, as soon as you get into that mentality, it becomes, like, this person's important. What they what they think about me is, like, correct. Or, like, yeah. how they treat me is, like, a ref- like, I feel like you make a leap to, like, how you how they treat you to, like, how they think about you to, like, how your, what your personal worth is. In the world. And all of those are, like, big assumptions that I think are usually not right, not correct. And I think you know that, too. Yes, but I do the worst case scenario. I do. I've always, it's been a method of self-protection to go to the worst case scenario. Yeah. When I was little, I had a fire drill where I would grab all my stuffed animals in my hand and, like, practice running. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) hilarious. Like, I was always worst case scenario. That's really funny. Well, another time I had, this was bad. The thing that I love is that you not, like, because I had those thoughts of like, oh, my God, what if the house burns down? What if everyone dies? What if this? What if that? But like, you practiced for how I would scoop them. (laughs) Like, I didn't practice. I just lay around and just was terrified of everything bad happening and didn't do anything about it, which is very me. I could scoop them all, and then I could I would practice just running on my bed. But I really like your brother. Yeah, well, they'd be fine. They'd all be fine. They'd all get out on their own. I just was like, just like, because I was too embarrassed yeah. to make it a full drill. Totally. So I just was within my bedroom drill. Another thing I did. Oh, hello. Um, just definitely, I definitely have some anxiety, huh? Yeah. What do you think, guys? Mm, I do. When I was little, I would. I got sick one time, like one time, just pukey, like stomach bug was just like horrified because it was like the first time I was like eight or nine, like remembering, oh, that's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. So then they had like a panic for like a year after that. Every night I would like trick myself before bed that I had a stomach ache. My dad would talk me off the ledge. Like I would go downstairs and be like, oh. yeah, it's really, and I'm, I've talked about it in therapy, but yeah. Yeah. I used to go to the worst case scenario. Totally. Always, and I still do. And I, re- you're so right. You're like therapy right now. I always do it with dating. It's like, well, I think a lot of people, I mean, A, I know a lot of, a lot of people super close to me have like high levels of anxiety. 
Like, I think, like, three of the people that I'm closest to in the world are, like, by nature anxious people. And I mean you, Jeff, and Katie, who is my cousin and best friend. Mm -hmm. And this is all self-described, you know, it's not... Yeah, you're not calling anyone out. Yeah, but I think I'm used to, like, seeing these patterns of, like, um, of, like, making the jumps to the worst possible thing. And I think I'm used to being, like, hey, like, you're thinking about literally the worst thing that could happen. And, like... That's almost never the case. Like, yeah. It's almost never the worst possible scenario. Yeah, I kind of thought Trump would get elected. Not like, you know, I told you so. I was just like, I kept thinking about it all day because yeah. like, if that happens, I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, totally. So that's the only time it happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember the fucking email I sent for the, my election night par- party? I'm air quoting party. Uh-huh. I just didn't think. I literally put the gif in the email with Hillary shimmying. <laughs> I was can, like, can we not? Can sad. We not? Yeah, let's it's not let's go there. Happy 2018. Um, uh, take back the house. But yeah, no more jumping. No more when jumping. I jump, assume yeah. assume the best. Totally. Text me and I'll tell you that it's probably not the worst. You'll tell me the opposite. Like it's like he didn't respond. Maybe he broke his ankle in the hospital. That's not the best. Yeah. But like you know, like totally. just things like that. But also, here's the thing. Maybe someone doesn't respond, and like maybe that means they're ghosting you. Like that sucks. But it's not. Like I think the extra jump you make is like then I'm shitty and unlovable. Uh, that's the jump that's bad. Because you get people get ghosted, and you know why people get ghosted? Because the ghoster is a shitty person. Like, that's why people get ghosted. Preach, yeah. girl. Like, I hope not, this is... Yeah. Yeah. Went from... It's not because of you. It's not because of anyone. We've all seen people get ghosted. Definitely. We've all probably... Fuck, not all, but probably been it. ghosted. Yeah. But, like... No, but, like, you've never ghosted anybody. Not in a bad, bad way. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But, like... But, like, you know. it's, if you've done even, like, a light one where you're like, sure, next week, but also we don't have to text more. Yeah. I always respond. I just make totally. it a thing. Yeah. I'm not super honest. I could totally. be better about, like, ah, I had a great, great time yeah. on the first date. Like, I almost appreciate what, like, date number four did, where he was like, yes, but no. But then I was totally. like, well, how do you know so soon? But also, I need so soon. i got to stop, yeah. like. And that's the other thing, is that if everybody, like, had the potential to fall in love with everybody it would be, like, an easier and, like, shittier world. You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. that. Like that's just not how it goes. And, like, there's, I, I, th- I don't believe in the one. I don't believe in that. I think there's an enormous amount of people that anyone could fall in love and be happy with, like, forever, potentially. But mm-hmm. I do think that, like, there's this, I- that there's this idea that, like, th- it's very hard not to take it personally. And yeah, when you step back, you're like, well, what? Every single person I go on a first date with is going to have, like, the potential for, to be, like, a great love. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, nah. All like, it fucking won't. books and movies. Yeah. You know what I just realized? And you've said this earlier on the pod. It really is like auditioning. If you want to do a dating experience, experience, experiment and experience, someone messaged us on Facebook today, actually, that she had done something and she wanted to just connect, uh, but she met her person at date 22. So... Even just the what it is, it's like, okay, sorry, lots of thoughts. As an actor, you go on a bunch of auditions and you get used to the rejection. You like literally, it's like doing reps for like at the gym or something. I don't even know what that means. But like practice, it's practice, practice, practice. And I, I never even got to that point where I was going on enough really good auditions in a row to start just being, oh, there are three every day, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, But that's what this is like. Yeah. I'm giving less fucks, not in a, like, I don't care about you way, but just in a, like, it, all the things are not as scary. Yeah. And I highly recommend this experiment. You don't have to podcast about it. Totally. I think, ooh. I recommend If you someone, want a resolution. Yeah. <laughs> go on a date We week. should do a literal club. Yeah. Like, I wish we could, ooh, is there a way to make a business out of this? <laughs> Ideas, ideas. No. We have Top enough ideas. Have <laughs> Cut it out, Kimmy. No, um, um, no I, I totally. Well, I think it's almost like, you know, when you were like in science class, when you had to do research or whatever, that there's a certain like uh, size of every data set that is just too small mm-hmm. to get a representative sample. Absolutely. So the guys that I think had been meaningful to you romantically in the last like since I've known you in the last six years, have probably been, like, four, you know? Yeah. And that's not a big enough data set. You've been on more first dates since we started this podcast than you probably have in the last six years. I wonder what that four was out of, too, when I really think about it. Like, all the dates. And I I honestly bet you it's... I was better at 12. 
I, I do too. Yeah. And, and that's and those are also dates. That's right. going. That's not like casual blah blah. That's like going, sitting down, having a meal, having a drink. It's not like a friend who you, you know, like mm-hmm. it's be, like it's like you're going on dates. And I think you are what you're doing is like building a data set. <laughs> that this all sounds so fucked up, which it's is good. also LOL because of an email that we got that I'm going to share with you that I think is interesting about um, term coining this as an experiment. Um, and it's from a friend of yours, which I think is interesting. Um, but it's like what you're doing, I think is, is forming a more representative group. Like mm-hmm. if you base everything, just like if you meet, this is the reason stereotypes suck. If people meet one shitty person who's from Indiana, they're like, people from Indiana suck. Like, no, like there's a shitty person from Indiana. Of course, there's a shitty person from everywhere on earth. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm a shitty person right now, right Yeah, here. like. Yeah. Um, but also Michael Jackson was from Indiana. You know, like fucking. Yeah, as long as those allegations Oh, are. fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I don't believe in anything. I'm going to cut anymore. that out. Yeah. Um, no, no. No, no, no. I forgot that he was such a shitbag. Yeah. Well, we. I mean, I mean, I don't. I just believe everyone. Okay. Um, so, should we. Speaking of listeners saying shit to us, we were just going to read. Sorry, you guys aren't saying shit. You're sending nice notes. We were going to read some thoughts, some comments. We were going to chat about them. Hang on. Well, maybe I should start with that one I was just referencing. Yes, because I'm very curious. Okay. So this is the email I was referencing earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's from your friend. She said I could say her name. Ariel. Yeah. Ariel? Ariel. So you've said I've said Ariel. Times. Why can't I no, remember? No, no, no. Okay. At her wedding... Ariel, you're some of your family members are saying Ariel, and we have all called you Ariel. It's a whole thing. I, I call understand. her Ariel. Okay. Ariel. She can go by both. Anyone can go by anything they want. Yeah. And I, I love her, and she has actually very good insights on love totally. and being open. Well, I read this. Well, okay, there's two emails, and, you know, she says a bunch of very nice stuff. I'm, I'm jumping into the pertinent paragraph, which makes it sound like she didn't say, like, a bunch of nice oh, stuff. Oh, no, but she's she one of okay. our super fans. She's been amazing. She says, okay, I wanted to share some thoughts on telling the guys about the pod during the date or not. I think the way you're doing it is right. Just feeling it out and seeing what feels appropriate and comfortable to you. I'll add that I think when you do tell people, the way you describe it is going to be super important. It's all about presentation, right? Kimmy, I have heard you refer to it as an experiment several times. My opinion is to not use that word. Experiment infers there is a a test subject and telling dates that, that it is an experiment would lead them to assume they are the test subjects. Experiment also feels sterile and void of emotion slash connection. So the word doesn't actually doesn't the word just doesn't accurately portray what you are doing. I think better to explain that you have a podcast about dating and relationships and love, and really about self explorations. And as a part of that, you were going on fifty one first dates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's like it's like what I tell people who don't like The Walking Dead because zombies. The show is about so much more than zombies. The pot is also so much more than your dates. Love it. Oh, I think it's really nice. writer. And she's in a very, like, the kind of marriage you go to when you're like, they are in love and I'm crying and it's beautiful. You know, totally. Uh, Ariel, I love that. But I have a follow-up. Because okay. that was before, I think it was like episode 13 or something. So then she emailed, oh. so I'm listening to the pod today and you guys used the word experiment like 30 times in the first 30 minutes. So now I feel like a big butt face from my earlier email. <laughs> I do totally understand how this is an experiment in a way. You are undertaking a task in order to make a slash many discovery parentheses ease. <laughs> Great grammar. Fuck everybody. I hate bad grammar. I guess my point is to be careful using that word to describe it to your dates because it's a very check the box void of, void of connection. They are the subject of a test that you are conducting on them. Blah, blah. You guys can ignore me. Night, night. Oh my God. I <laughs> no. First of all, I love her. Ariel. First of all. I decided Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, um, come to New York so we can hang out. And yes. oh. third of all, um, I think that's really wise. And I think it's important, especially like given what we were talking about, I think in episode 13, when you went on a date with Dan, who I set you up with, where mm-hmm. I feel like you left it being a little bit like, okay, check like weekly date. And I think it's, I think it's, yeah, we should come up with another word other than experiment. Should. I would say, Ariel, everything she said is right, and it's adorable that she followed up. She doesn't even have to. We've gotten other listener comments that are, like, direct critiques, and it's really helpful. But also be nice. But, but like, <laughs> Ariel was just, like, no, everything she said was right in the first email. We didn't even need that follow-up. But what I really appreciated, yeah, I liked the way she explained it in actual science terms. I would say that I, the people I've told 
Which is really only one, right? There was another one new. A couple well, people. a couple people have couple known people. about it. Yeah. Yes, yes. I've talked. Okay. I haven't used that word because it does feel wrong. And I think maybe that's part of why I've been nervous about saying it. Yeah. But it, from a branding perspective of making people listen to your podcast. Totally. It feels right. Yeah. So, and it might still be wrong. But I, oh, I want to reread. Whatever she said was exactly right. Guys, I'm about to do the cheesiest thing in the entire world. Are you ready? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. You keep talking while I'll, I look I'll keep talking. Well, I can always keep talking. I'm chatty. <laughs> I love hanging out. I had some whiskey. Well, I would just say that I wouldn't... Yeah, using the word experiment to a guy is terrible. And it's interesting. The exact way she said I should do it, not to toot my own horn, but just because it makes me feel better about the way I've done it because I really trust her, is that I did refer to it as like, it's not, you know, you don't have to be involved. It's not about being a monster on the internet. It's really about, like, me getting out there. Totally. And I had yeah. a really fucking weird year, and that's also part of it. You totally. know, just, like, doing the thing. Um, Here's what I was going to say. Okay, I'm ready. The thing that I was looking <laughs> up on my phone. Guys, cheers, because this is a cheesy toast move. Merriam-Webster decide, describe, <laughs> defines experiment as, Ooh. you know, what weddings they're like, Merriam-Webster describes partner. And it's, but it describes it as a tentative... Uh, procedure or policy, an oper- this is better, an operation or procedure carried out under controlled conditions in order to discover an unknown effect or law, to test or establish a hypothesis, or to illustrate a known law. So I think, like, of those three things, we're trying to discover an unknown effect or law. You know, like, I think this is about... Because yeah, we never hypothesized. No, we don't know what's going to happen. I think it's a discovery... Like, I think this is I like think- a discovery mission. Yes. I think this is like when people are like cave divers, you know, like we're just swimming around and we hope to discover some stuff. Yes. But like discovery mission isn't catchy. Because I think what's interesting, this is going to get too woo, but like <laughs> not even meta. I, I don't want to overuse that word, but the only way we've hypothesized, we haven't, people have hypothesized about what this is about. And we have like been like, no, it's not. So we've like reverse hypothesized, if you know what I mean. Sure. Or, like, it's not about yeah. finding a boyfriend? I don't know. We know what it's not about. We know what it's not about. So, it is, a, it is a discovery. It's, like, exploration it's discovery. What's it called when people are explorers? <laughs> you know, like, who climbs mountains? Like, people who are adventure We're going on an adventure. We're <laughs> going on an adventure. We're climbing Mount Everest. A, like, millennial fucking self- Dick sucking adventure. <laughs> but I will say, listeners, <laughs> if you want Are to. Are you a little drunk? I'm a little drunk. Well, I, I'm getting there because whiskey. Yeah. Um, I haven't eaten like a lot today either, except for all those fucking Oreos. I, I believe that this is a thing that we should say. I want to just re encourage people to make resolutions about dates. You're not podcasting, so it takes all the weirdness out. Yeah. I don't feel anxiety about going on them anymore. But have a friend hold you to them and Dude. write in because it's it's cooler than your resolution being to run yeah. a marathon this year. Sorry, I said I, it. No, we're not I, a wellness podcast. Fully. I, I mean, fuck marathons. They <laughs> fucking ruin your knees. <laughs> um,. Okay. And we all know it. I have a friend who, like, isn't listening to the podcast because she's, like, the busiest person I know. I'll tell you who it is after. But she's like, I'm going to listen and listen. I'm sorry. And she has similar, I think, um, like, hangups about dating and, like, what other people's, like, view of her means about her. And I have just been like, dude, you have to listen. And then you have to go on dates. Because I feel like not – you don't have to listen because I want you to listen. You have to listen because I actually think, like – Kimmy's process is going to inspire you because it has been so helpful. We're at 12, literally. Unless yeah. within the week that happened between now and then, I've gone on a date in the Pacific Northwest. or you In know, the future. <laughs> in the future. Whoa. Um, whoa. Trippy. I just did a weird, yeah. I just knocked on wood, guys, because I just got stressed that something bad would happen with, okay, anxiety. See? Yep. No. Worst case, worst case. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh my God, yeah, knock on wood. Um, but... You know, yes, I do feel like it's been a journey. And even if I had gone on 12, like, media, like, I don't know. I just feel like, and it's, because it, so far it hasn't just been about finding someone. It's yeah. about, like, it's helped me with old shit I haven't dealt with. Yeah. Ish, you know, you fall back into habits, but it's okay. You know, like, yeah. just being, like, uh, that person not choosing me doesn't mean anything about me. Yeah. And, like. 
I just probably am just like, I just really like winning kind of stuff. Like that stuff has become very clear yeah. in a way that's different. I could name it before, but now I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make totally. sense. With well, dating. I think it's pride, you know, and I have it and you have it and everybody has oh, it. Yeah. It's like, it's just, we don't want to have that part of ourselves like wounded or questioned, brought into question because, you know, we're, we all judge ourselves constantly. <laughs> what we see reflected on ourselves mm-hmm. negatively is actually like our biggest fears of our, about ourselves. You know, like it's like, yes, you're so right. You only see, um, the things that you already think are true. Like I think I'm annoying and I constantly think people are annoyed with me, you know? Yeah. And it's, not like, and this happens all the time with friends or with my family members or with literally with Jeff all the time. I'll be like, "Are you annoyed at me?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, you've said I'm that just on the sitting here watching TV. Like, I'm not, how could I be annoyed at you? You're not doing anything, <laughs> like, you know." And it's just it's a reflection of what I think about myself. I feel sad because mine is like, I think everybody hates me. Does that mean I hate myself? I hope no. Not. You just think you're not lovable, yeah, which is not true. I mean, we all think bad shit about ourselves, and then we—it's confirmation bias. Like we look to others to confirm shit we're already, yeah, feeling. You know, it's like, it's just how how we are built. Like we're fucking pack creatures who like social acceptance is evolutionary and ingr- evolutionarily like ingrained in us. I read this amazing book. This is the the most intellectual shit I'm ever going to plug on here. And I can't remember the t- title, so that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it's it in. It's by Jonathan Haidt, which is... Let's let's give it a go. We'll okay. give it a Google. We'll give it... I want you to guess and I'll Google. <laughs> um, it's a book about evolutionary... I've, I've always been, like, super interested in evolutionary psychology. Um, like, how, you know, we can kind of look at how we've evolved physically, but it's about how we've evolved psychologically. And um, being, like, pack creatures whose survival depends on the existence of others is really ingrained in us. So, like, we – and especially as as ladies – and this is going to get into trouble with my, like, you know, uh, other – literally, like, the two things I read the most about are psychology and, like, fucking (laughs) – like women's studies like feminist literature shit and these two things sometimes like can get like a little tangled in my own mind definitely but you know it especially women like back in caveman days like we really relied on physical protection of other people Mm -hmm. so i think it's why we're sensitive we're intuitive we can see in other people like a lot of things but i think we've developed this mechanism to really over over worry about how others see us um, oh, girl. I just had them pulled up. Sorry, I was going to have you guess the title. Not at all. Because I have... I just pulled it up, pulled. too. It's called The Righteous Mind. Oh, you... That was the first... Why good up. people are divided on by politics and religion. Mm-hmm. And I would super recommend Read it. it. He also is on this great podcast called Econ Talks. It's, again, <laughs> this is a whole Ooh. separate side of me. But he just talks about this book on Econ Talks, which is how I found out about it and was like, oh, my God, I have to read this book. And it's, um, it's really great. And it really... Uh, breaks down a lot about how how and why we think the way we do. Anyway. I like it. Arielle, we just totally abandoned you. You're the best. And that you was were, a really, really good thought. I bet you're, there are going to be a lot of comments about what she wrote it. Yes, totally. Like being like, yep, For sure. yep, yep. She's okay. a smart, brilliant woman. Do you well, want to read another? Let's read another, like, what well, commenty thing. Um, what about the one about asking about relationships on? Totally. Do you have that nearby? I can pull it was up. Was that an email? Do you it was an email. Yeah, I, I probably do. have it then. Sorry. No worries. I just don't remember. Because I haven't put our 51 first dates email on my phone, but now there are so many more emails that I'm going to do it. At first, we got zero, so I didn't put it on the phone. <laughs> I just logged on when I was on a computer. So. Uh, the, yeah, this is an anonymous one, yeah. but I think it's a good question to ask, and I think it will be inclusive to people outside of single totally. people who listen to this. Also, to everyone who's listening and thinking about emailing us, we default to anonymous. You don't have to worry about us sharing your name. We only share names when it's people who are like, feel free to share my name, and usually that's like friends of ours, but this is someone we don't know, but who we love because she listens to us. Um, she writes, do you want to read it since I read the last one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Hi, Kimmy and Liza. I just wanted to drop a note and say that I love listening to the podcast. I found it right after episode two was posted, and I'm hooked. Ooh, thank you. You both are so fun to listen to, and the concept is great. I look forward to it 
coming up on my podcast after every week. Sorry, guys. Thank just you. a little bragging, but that makes that's me the best thing great. that's happened to future me in 2018. <laughs> We've literally already read this, so... <laughs> Um, I'm not currently dating online, but I did meet my current boyfriend on Tinder. We're not from a big city like New York City, but definitely not a super small town, just to put it in perspective. All of our close friends know we met on Tinder, but other than that, our families, coworkers, and anyone else outside of our close circle of friends thinks that we just met through a mutual friend, which just happened to be a convenient excuse since we did have one. Oh, fun. I think we both think that our parents would see that fact as we both went to online dating as dangerous. Sorry, I misread that. I think we both think that our parents would see the fact that we went both went to online dating as dangerous. I'm not sure your thoughts on the stigma behind telling people that you met your SO on an app. I'm assuming you personally don't care about it since you're on a public platform about it. <laughs> LOL. What? Um, also, shout out to the use of SO. Just my articles I always have to. Okay. But I would love to hear your thoughts in general. Although it's 2017 and come on, how else are you supposed to meet someone? And we both don't care that our friends, people our same age, 25-ish, no. We have no plans to ever tell our parents, families, etc. that we met online. Sorry for dramatically reading that. Uh, and I know this is common with a lot of friends my age. Just an idea. Would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Anonymous. Um, I think that's great. See, these are really fun. Not that we're like an advice thing because... But sometimes we are. Literally, like, I'm drunk right now. Um, (laughs) I, okay, here's my thought. I get it. I feel like a line on a lot of people's online dating swiping profiles early on was like, you know, we can say we met at insert funny place here. You know, it was, it's like, at first there was a giant stigma, but there's also the opposite where you just own the shit out of it and your wedding has like a Tinder theme. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, here's here's what I think. I feel like I've been going to theory land a lot in this episode. But I like I'm it. Gonna do it. One more time. No, probably like 10 more times. Um, I think that we are kind of this like straddly generation, which I've talked about before, where like our parents grew up in a pre-internet world and we are growing up or not growing up. I mean, whatever. We got the internet in my house when I was 14. So I don't know if that counts and as growing up. 25-ish, they're younger. Yeah, totally. But I think that, like, the the pre- and post-internet worlds are, like, very different. And um, to me, I think that we have to help usher the previous generation into our world a little bit. Um, And I think a great way of doing that is to not treat things like that as shameful. And to be super honest, A, I think... um, Telling the truth and honesty is always easy. <laughs> some some famous person, maybe it's like Churchill or somebody, has a quote that's like, <laughs> "Tell the truth because if anything else, it's if nothing else, it's the easiest oh, to remember." You know? Y- yes, I do Who said know that. Somebody famous so, said that. But it's funny if Winston Churchill yeah. made it to a pod. <laughs> um, but I think that it's it will remove some anxiety, and I think you get to kind of teach your parents how to look at it, which is that it's not embarrassing. Um, I mean, I guess you already have told them you met through mutual friends, but. I think you could literally be like, haha, like, we met on Tinder. We were embarrassed to tell you, but we just realized it's not embarrassing. Like, it's 2017, you know? Like, I think you can kind of um, create, shape your own narrative around that. Like, for example, like, I, like, I've, um, like, had some ups and downs with, um, like, depression and mental health stuff. And I think in my parents' generation, it was really stigmatized to go to therapy, to feel sad, to this, to that, whatever. And I had some struggles kind of, like, coming out to them as, like, I was going to therapy. I was dealing with depression, like, whatever. And the more I just treated it like it was a part of my life without attaching a lot of, like, shame and stuff to it, my amazing therapist, like, helped me do this a lot, the more they were able to see it as that. You know, I was just being like, like, when I was in a really depressed place, you know, I could be like, I'm not doing well today. Like, yesterday was okay. Today I'm, like, not doing well. Mm -hmm. And it became more like... uh, yeah, it became more like just talking about anything, anything that's a facet of my life. So I think, again, this is a happy thing and not a sad thing. But it's a good analogy, I think. Yeah, like, and, and again, we're just, our generation is so different from our parents' generation. And every, you know, most generations since, like, the fucking Industrial Revolution have been that way. But it's just, yeah. you know, I think it's, I think there's something powerful in just being like, hey, I'm going to help you understand that this isn't a thing by treating it like it's not a thing. So, uh, mm, mm. Liza, that was good. I feel like I'm going to be on the other 
side I'm not sorry not the other side of it just like on the shallower side of it because I agree I think we do need to own these things I remember first talking about tinder or mentioning it to my dad around my brother not like in specifics also my dad knows I have this podcast like but further in time ago and my dad thought it was a sex app I do think there's something yeah with parents and Tinder, where they maybe don't get it when it's specifically Tinder. Totally. And also, Tinder's so different, I realize, outside of... And I realize I'm just, like, the anomaly in New York who just doesn't use it. But I did. I used it when it was first, like, there were... It just feels like a lot more to sift through now. Yeah. But, and I will still go on a Tinder date. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. We will. We 2018. Will. Um, yeah. 2018. Yeah. That's my resolution. But I do understand where, like, Tinder just has a certain thing to it. So it's almost like... With, depression or if they're like the, yeah. what the, whichever is the scarier one to you so you can say online we actually meant online totally but we had the mutual friends because i know tinder has this reputation as a hookup app we should totally have them sponsor us <laughs> um <laughs> hey, but I, I i feel like yeah it's a weird thing well i think the flip side of it and i was just thinking about this as you were talking another big thing i talked about in therapy was that like you get to define your relationship with your parents you know, like, which is a hard thing. Like, I think your 20s, a lot of your 20s is about trying to figure out that relationship and define it and figure out its boundaries and go from being, like, someone's child to, like, your own person and adult. Um, I mean, that happens at different ages for everyone. But uh, for me, my mid twenty, like, exactly the age <laughs> that you are at, dear listener, that, you know, 24, 25 was really when I was like, oh, I can be separate. I can be my own person. Um so you also don't have That's to true. say anything. It, you know, and I think don't it stress it at the end of yeah. the day. Do what feels right for you. But you, yeah, you don't. You never have to. Yeah, you can totally. do. You can do whatever the fuck. Totally. You want. But if you do tell them, I think you can really own it and 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 just know, like, you don't have to feel embarrassed. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. If you're I'm happy at, with someone. That's I'm, like they should be so happy, no matter what. No matter if you met them at a fucking, um, like a. I don't know. I was trying just, to think of a weird, gross place like, to meet someone at a porn store. Well, just be like, you could have a daughter doing a 51 First Dates podcast and be like, can you please subscribe and not listen? Dad, you know, like, just, you know, put it in perspective. But in all seriousness, I just had this full circle moment where I realized when we were, with what you mentioned about therapy, we made a fucking web series about that back in the day. That's the only reason totally. we have a company. It was a really long time ago. Yeah. It's fine. You can look it up. Don't. Yes, do. No, I can't decide. Um, but just like putting it out there or even putting this dating out there is weirdly, it makes me feel less of the social stigma. Totally. I know you're with someone already, but maybe just like saying totally. Tinder to a coworker, not your parents, a coworker. Because putting this out there, all of a sudden I'm like promoting it on my personal Instagram. I'm like, even those like exes or crushes, I'm like, I can't even be cool. Yeah, guys, I'm just really bad at having serious relationships. It doesn't mean I'm any less than. Just the same way, it doesn't mean that you're any less than because you met on Tinder and not in some weird normal thing like law school. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm sorry if you met in law school. Like, that's also cool. <laughs> How dare you be normal? So smart. You probably have a lot of money together. Um, very, yeah. very nice. Well, I think also, like, you, oh, this thought went away. Oh my God, come back. The, I, oh my God, it's fully gone. It's, it just fucking left. Okay, Liza had a left thought. And it was so good. You know when you lose a thought and you know it was a good one? All right. R.I.P. thought. R.I.P. thought. Um, do we want to, like, wrap this shit up? Wrap do we up want, I, we have to say, up. We have to say one resolution each. Okay. It can be so dumb. No. We're, we're, we're not. I think it should not be dumb. Okay. Uh, Are you going to go first? Uh, let's let's have Jim go about. first. Jim, do you have a New Year's resolution? <laughs> On the spot. I got an I got eyes of like f- don't fucking I was like no I'm fucking doing. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we can cut it out. You you're in charge of the cuts, so you get to decide. We're not cutting it out. <laughs> I'm such a bully right now. I don't really do that. Ugh. Neither do I. But All I'm right. So let's call it something else. Let's call it New Year's promises. <laughs> 2K18. Pinky promise. Throw down. What rhymes with 18? <laughs> 18 8 Whatever. Saltine. The the year I want to... How about this? I'm going to start my sentence like this. The mm. year I want to have focuses on... Um, uh, Do one tangible goal. 
I would like to, okay, so I feel like it's easy to do career, blah, 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 whatever, and I said yeah. all this bullshit about body and stuff and whatever. I, it's not about body, it's about me, like my everything. Mm-hmm. I would like to really focus on my <laughs> yoga practice. I need to do another one because that's so lame. No, I, it's genuinely, how about this? this? Is, hey, 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 yeah. I'll make you feel better. And I'm not just saying yeah. this. I heard this on a podcast about loss from someone who didn't have church Yoga has been very helpful to me in going to a place every day because I'm not re- like, and my mom loved yoga. So I yeah. literally, there's no shame in that. Totally. That's a fucking thing. My body isn't different since I started yoga, but my life is. That's fucking. There oh. you go. Are you r- wondering what kind of person I am? A white girl. No. <laughs> we can just call this episode white girls. Different so sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just reset in case I want to cut that out. Here's my other one. I would like to um, make sure that I ha- I'm spending time every week working on screenplays very good oh my god i did a whole article about these okay i can do it i can do it you can do it i believe in you i do too uh i am going to one tangible goal move somewhere new in the next year all right with liza and jeff we're going to Los Angeles. No, <laughs> I will. That's that. I haven't. That's that's something I'll do. It doesn't have to be for the whole. It could be for a month. Yeah. But I I have committed to that to myself anyway, and I need to just go somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah, because I haven't done it. I've been great. in New York since I graduated. I think that's great. All right, guys. Okay. Thank you for you put up with a lot, but maybe you're still hungover because it's the second of January, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Maybe why, you're why in bed it? eating a bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't 2018 have, like, a nice, like, thing to go along with it? 18, fake teen. Like, I don't... If you want, can think of one, send it to us. Send it to us. Okay. All you right. Know, we love you guys so much. For the We're grateful for you in 2017 yes, and actually, 2018. Continue podcasting. Love you. Love you. I mean, sorry. <laughs> we'll continue podcasting. Thank you for continuing to listen. Love you. Bye. Go on a date. Go on a date. Right. Special shout out and thanks to Jim from 5 Ohm for recording our episodes and making us sound pretty. Yes, thank you. And also a big shout out to Anthony also from 5 Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check 5 Ohm out online at 5ohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.